Hi guys, I'm recording this the third time because I had some interruptions while recording it. But okay, moving on. So today I'm gonna talk about a film series, The Lord of Rings. So if you find my tone very annoying, okay, even though I don't, I don't really have any listeners, but if someone listens to it in the near future, please, please, you can message me because Anchor or allows you to do that if you're using because I'm using Anchor to record it if you're going to listen it on other platforms then just download Anchor and message me okay (laughs) okay I don't think anyone will go and put that effort to do that but yeah I'm just a dumbo okay so today I decided to talk about the Lord of Rings series because um okay let me tell you guys a background story I don't really like watching um sci-fi or you know like the fantasy genres because i don't know why i really don't know why but i that was how that's how i was like in the past years then um in the recent year like especially last year i kind of realized that hey why am i keep watching like uh, 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 i'm just like restricting the content i watch and i decided and that's when i discovered ott platforms Things like Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu, and all those various platforms for you to see, uh, for you to see regional movies, any movies around the world in the comfort of your own house. So at this time, I, I kind of like try to, like, just go wow and see any content from any part of the world, and it really exposed me to the film industry all around the world like i'm not i'm not a very huge genius who knows every trend but uh, if you ask me like which like which film industry i'm very like uh exposed to and i'm very aware of is singapore film industry of course i live in singapore and i know about this and as far as indian film industry i'm like can question me anything from both of it but other than that i don't really watch other country movies like Hollywood lah, Hollywood, of course, everyone watch Hollywood movies. But other than that, I kind of restricted. Okay, I don't know why I'm talking all these things, but moving on. So that's when I exposed myself to a lot of genres and I came across a lot of things. But I was still not ready to go and watch a fantasy movie. I mean, a lot of things is, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's about a nine-hour content. Like each movie is about three hours and there are three parts. So it's about nine hour worth uh worth of content and I like it's not a mission okay like I think film sh- watching a film should be enjoyable and it should be in a flow. So I didn't watch it and things moved on <laughs> and somehow um recently I saw that in 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 the in which uh, oh in the HBO on demand channel. So, uh, in case you guys don't know, I think everyone knows lah. I don't know, I don't want to explain why it's on demand channel, but, um, I discovered it and I was like, okay, maybe why not watch it? Because it said that the films, like, the Lord of the Ring series is gonna, like, expire in 12th of July, so I kind of discovered it. It's not like discovered that I, I was watching it, okay, maybe, like, I plan to watch it on, I think, fifth or somewhere there like, I thought like ok 
okay, I'll give myself this one week to watch it. And I was extremely mind blown. I have never read the book. I have heard a lot because I I watch a lot of documentaries, a lot of, I read a lot of books about films. So I know like, and one of the, I know like the, how these things works. And almost every book and, okay, not almost every book, but a lot of these people like, very influential people from industries, they always amuse and they always just talk about astonishing things about Lord of Rings. Not just on the writing side but also the making. So I that's why that that's what really invigorated me to go and watch it. And to be honest guys, I I like after like twenty or thirty minutes, once you get into the flow of watching the film you can't stop watching it. It's so so engrossing. Okay, I if you have whatever you have if you have not watched it, please stop this video. Okay, this is not a video, this is a podcast. Okay, even though no one's listening to it, I just I just say it, okay? If you're listening to it and you have never watched the film series or have never heard about it, you're a dumbo like me, living under a rock, please go and watch it. It's it's just a amazing it's one of the best um, films, film series or films basically ever produced in history. It's just the magical costume designing, production design and all the stuff. So please, please, please go and watch it. Okay, so now let's get back to the content. So what really made me so... What made Love of Wings so special? The, okay, first of all, first of all... I would say the writing. As a writer who who tries and kind of choke myself to write good content, I, it's I always I'm a person who rely on real life stories and I I kind of hide behind emotional emotional sentiments. Uh the reason why I use the word hide behind is because uh if you see my scripts uh I know no one has seen it, but I'm talking about myself. So, my scripts and the stories that I write are very, very dramatical. Like, dramatical in a good sense. Like, it's about relationship, it's about emotions, and it's about human nature. And innately, that's how I write. So, but I cannot really jump into I cannot really jump into genres like sci-fi. Sci-fi is uh it's it, when it comes to sci-fi and fantasy I have seen it's 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 a very um two-edged sword. That's how I would like to describe it. Because you it's it's not like you don't really have any restrictions. Like if you're talking about this the genre that I'm talking about like drama or relationship or about human emotions you need to be you need to connect to the audience to to produce a a good film but when it comes to like a sci-fi or a f- like a fantasy you don't really like audience cannot really connect to it because that's the thing it's a fiction it's a fiction story but movies like interstellar they they perfectly model it because it's i would i strongly feel that interstellar is 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 a good movie and it really connected with the audience because of the father and daughter relationship. Similarly, if you take the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, 
they use the relationship between Joel and Clementine to to bring us to the world of the sci-fi, which is the memories. So that is a very it's it's a very beautiful hybrid of genres. If you and okay, maybe Interstellar is not exactly a hybrid, but I think Eternal Sunshine of the Mind is definitely a hybrid story. So I mean hybrid genre. But when it comes to Lord of Rings, I thought that there's no room for audience to connect. But yet, even though hobbits don't exist and what else even elves don't exist and all those ugly ugly human okay, they're not humans, they're creatures don't exist. Tendolf don't exist. They perfectly connected with the first. With what? With the emotional connection. They used it perfectly at every point. If you take relationship like Sam, the the friendship between Sam and Frodo, or what else? What else? Uh? <laughs> I'm kind of lost in words. Okay, so what else? Uh, even um the oh my god, shit! I forgot the character's name. Okay, I had this one problem with the movie. I don't remember the character's name. I know, it's super bad, but... Yeah, I don't remember the character's name. Okay, let me go and search what's the character's name. Sorry guys, I'm just... I'm very immature in this thing. It's not even immature, I'm like a novice, a complete novice in this. Huh. Shit. Aragorn. Aragorn and... What's the female character? Aragorn and... Oh shit, it, it's like in tip of the okay, Aaron. So their relationship, like they were in love, right? They had this love interest for each other, and even the relationship between Frodo Baggins and his um uncle. So all this little little relationship really made audience connect, which I felt is extremely important when it comes to a fantasy film and. Any films, like which is any genre, any films in this genres, which always is quite hard to connect to the audience. Moving on, um, I feel that if you talk about fantasy, it's about creating a world, and you need to have a very good sense of imagination. If you talk about me, my imagination is very wild. If you know what I mean, but uh. Writing a story and bringing it to a line is very hard. But somehow I felt that Peter Jackson and the co-writers, they, they perfectly handled it. Like, the the story is believable and unbelievable at the same time. Like, it's just amazing, guys. I don't know how to say but yeah. The reason why I'm doing episode is if it's just to appreciate the way it was made. And if I always feel grateful for watching that film because, guys, it's 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 one of the biggest evolution I would say. I mean, okay, maybe it seems like I'm bragging the film so much, but the reason why I say that is because it's about how the team coordinated for three years, and if you think you might you might defend that, oh no no that's not true like more more films and more more series are like they're working toward like there are other things like even Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones I felt that towards the last few seasons 
things were going a bit messed up and i didn't like game of thrones and i've i don't know if you're game of thrones fans they will be probably like super angry by now but yeah that's how i feel i think uh, when it comes to fantasy it's not like i'm trying to like say that fantasy films to work with audience no no that's not what i'm trying to do but fantasy films they they should be a restriction in time like you cannot go on and on if you're going to take a f- fantasy and generally i don't really feel that producing 8 to 10 seasons for if if a show like exceeds 5 seasons right then it's a bit risky already because the the audience awareness really need it. it kind of lowers and if you take friends friends is a sitcom series so it can go on and on big bang theory and all these produced contents they are, they are more like a sitcom pattern but i feel that uh when got the fantasy and a, a scripted story even though i would say, i'm not saying that all those sitcoms are not scripted but this is a more like uh here the world is created by the writers and this world should come to an end and i know good things should end fast like good things should end right so i think the full stop wasn't put, it wasn't ready placed correctly when it comes to game of thrones but even though i'm aware that the hobbit shit just they 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 kind of produced it in 2012 13 and hobbit i watched hobbit for a while and i didn't like it so i'm not going to talk about it and so but game but the lord of rings is definitely a must watch and like what i said writing now let's go on to the next aspect okay this podcast is going a bit longer usually i i try to to like bring my episodes for less than 20 minutes but now it's about 15 already so okay moving on let's not waste so much time i oh, let's just talk about amazing production design and the costume design it's so apt the i always i always like kind of um get goosebumps when i think about the teamwork that in the entire team pojo like guys i'm not even joking okay If you want to produce like a movie like The Lord of Rings, you need a lot of coordination. Like you need a great team to work with, and somehow they managed to pull it off perfectly. And that's why they produced a fra- one of the highest crossing film ever. And yeah, so I guess that's about it. I know this episode's another weird episode. I think my previous episode was a bit more well scripted. And yeah, so thank you guys for listening if you listen to this nonsense. But yeah, thank you. Bye.